All right, welcome everyone. This is the Chat Footy Podcast. This is episode three or week three in the Premiership. I'm Chris Phelps and my co-host tonight, good friend, is Mr. Ben Rogers. Good evening. <laughs> good evening, my good friend. I'm, I know you've been dying for this episode and I'll be honest with you. I don't know what makes you say that, really. <laughs> well, we're going to go through this weekend's game, Ben. And, uh, it was the first thing that slipped in my mind at the end of it and luckily Dave isn't on because he's got a prior engagement but he has messaged me saying he wished he was on so uh, <laughs> yeah anyway right so last week's episode was great big thanks to Ryan from the uh, Friends Home podcast he came on and was chatting and had a good time he, he's actually come up with today Ben I, I know I spoke to you today but he, he, he said he's thinking what, what about the four of us doing a live podcast as the game United Liverpool's on and I was like, oh, I said that could be one. Now, it is something we talked, I think, with the World Cup. I know Dave yeah. and me did the penalty shootout. And I think you and Dave did as well, didn't you, uh, yeah. on one of the episodes. But I don't know if in 90 minutes that might, might just uh, bend the friendship a bit more. I think it, I think it might know what I get watching Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, but I'll have to have it on mute, I think, because <laughs> I'm like ultimate wind-up merchant. I thought, you're going to be absolutely going be, mad. Dave will be going mad. It'll be carnage, wouldn't it? be absolute oh, carnage. Oh. Well, whichever way you look at it, unless it's a draw, it's it's, it's yeah, not going to be yeah. good for somebody, is it? Um, so, yeah, so we've had an eventful week. this. Uh, well, this weekend so far, we've still got one game to go. Uh, I thought we'd just have a bit of a rundown, Ben. Obviously, the last game we're going to talk about is probably the one that you're going to get the most enjoyment. So, uh, yeah, shall po- we? Possibly. <laughs> Let's start us off then, mate. So... We've gone Tottenham Fulham, and I'll be honest with you, I've only seen brief highlights of some of the games. I did see the Arsenal, uh, Chelsea Arsenal game yesterday quite a lot, but all the other stuff I've just literally watched the goals. So you'll have to. Um, I was at Christian today. We're probably in the same boat then because I've I've not seen a lot of it either. I watched the I watched the Chelsea Arsenal game, uh, and I watched the game today, and I've seen some goals and stuff. So I haven't watched. Oh, so we're the same then, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Um, I, I usually watch matches a day, but we've been at Christian. <laughs> Today, so not a chance to throw yeah. it on. So no, it's fine. Don't worry, we'll wing it. I know people can hear us. I'll I'll delete this bit. But we'll wing it. Um, that's the first one. Tottenham three, Fulham one. I think again, Ben. Like you know, people, myself raised our eyebrows. Probably you did that. They didn't buy anyone. The first team ever not to buy anyone in a transfer window or pre-season. And Tottenham have hit the ground running. I know it's only two games, but they're looking good again. Yep, disappointed that. They won, but <laughs> <laughs> obviously, uh, yeah. I thought they. I thought they would. I think when it went to one all, I got a bit more excited. But um, yeah, they just got too much quality, haven't they? And I think key for them is they keep everybody fit. They'll be all right. But it's a long season. I think at some point they're going to rue not buying anybody because I mean, if you're asking a lot of Kane to play every single game, pretty much, aren't you? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And obviously, their first eleven is as good as anybody's, but it's just that depth of squad. Um, they'll be tested, but yeah, good start. All you can do is win the win the games you got in front of you, and they've had a reasonable start in terms of fixtures and who they've played. So um, yeah, I think next week will be the next couple of weeks. I've got some tougher games. It'll be interesting to see where they are after that. I know, and unfortunately, I can't even do this. I'm actually on Tottenham's website because uh, Chiena see who scored, and Harry Kane actually broke his duck, didn't he? He did. He's in my fantasy team. So uh, oh, he's mine. He's my captain, actually, Ben. <laughs> I think. I don't think I made him captain. I was gonna, and I thought, oh, he doesn't score in August, so I won't bother. And I was gonna, oh, yeah. I was, I was gonna drop him and put Aguero in. And after today, I'm devastated. I didn't. Oh, I know, I know. What a shocker as well. I mean, 
I've got for Kane because I do like Kane as a player. I think he's a great footballer. But uh, yeah, Spurs are looking ominous already. I must admit. Um, and yeah, going over. Yeah, go on. No, sorry, Ben. Go on. Sorry. No, no, I was just going to say um, it'd just be interesting to see how they cope with their home situation. Whether it probably won't disrupt them too much. Obviously, the White Hart Lane thing is not ideal. Um, but we'll have to see how that goes. They're used to playing at Wembley, so it probably won't affect them that much. No, but I think there might be a bit of most clubs that have moved, whether it be Arsenal, obviously West Ham have had a nightmare at the oh, London God. Stadium, and then even City did when they moved. I know they didn't have the team they've got now, but they had a nightmare when they moved to the um, the Etihad, yeah. or is it, or is it passionately known by United fans, the Council House or the Etihad? So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah, good stuff. But yeah, so we'll see on that one. But yeah, so the next one, son, I did watch quite a lot of this. I saw it. I put it on at 2-0, saw the second goal for Chelsea, and then I watched up to Arsenal making it 2-2, uh, obviously Chelsea-Arsenal, and that was a cracking first half. Oh, it was the whole... I mean, yeah, the second half wasn't as good, but that first half was unbelievable. I was sat, I was sat watching it on my laptop in the living room, and I was just literally just getting the umps. I kept shouting at the laptop. It was, like, it was just a crazy game. and oh, some, I don't know if you've seen those misses by Arsenal. It was, it was just unbelievable. No, I'm not seeing them. I saw oh, I saw they should have scored at 2-2. They should have made it 3-2. And then it went to half-time. And then I watched bits of the second half, but not enough. I mean, it was 1-0 and Aubameyang missed a ridiculous... It was six yards out and he smashed it into Rosette. Open goal. Oh, then no. they, had, they had pretty much four identical situations. All pulled back. All get, Wingers got the bar line or full back. Pulled it back. And pretty much every, all four chances were identical. All from pullbacks. But... Every single one was pretty much an open goal, and they just missed all of them, apart from Iwobi, who smashed his in. But there were another three or four identical chances that were missed. And I couldn't believe they were missed. There were so, such guilt-edged chances, and they, they could have been four or five, two up at half-time. It was yeah. that crazy a game. And Chelsea bossed it for the first half hour, and then they just sort of fell apart. And I think, looking at those two, they just, it's early days, but they can't defend either of them. They were in absolute shambles. No, I thought the fact they were all over the place. I do, and I think as well, it's looking ominous for Liverpool the way this is going because we'll get on to why in a minute as well. But yeah, I do, I agree with you. I think Chelsea and Arsenal are going to get turned over away from home the way it's going, especially David Luiz back in there. He's, yeah, he, he was all right when he had John Terry there and that defending yeah. and actually being a defender. When you've not got two actual defenders there, he's more of a He's more like a sweeper, isn't yeah, he? Exactly. Or he thinks he is. is. Um, he just gets exposed all the time. He just wants to go forward, doesn't he? So that just yep. creates problems. So and can't Arsenal, play him in a flat back four. He just no. can't. It's, it's ridiculous. No, I agree. And Arsenal, obviously, I just don't know what's going on there. I just think they just bang average. That Zach or whatever he's called, an absolute donkey. He's just a hatchet man, isn't he? Yeah, I mean... He's obviously got this philosophy of playing, playing out from the back, come what may, and he says he's not going to change that, but they just haven't got the personnel to play that way. I mean, I think Mustafi is a shocking centre-back. How they paid £40 million for him. You want oh, to, he's terrible, isn't he? You need to find the police and get report a robbery, because that's just... Yeah. It's just shocking. He's awful. And I, you know, the rest of them, and they bought that Greek fella who's like 30 at the back, and he looks a bit clunky, and I don't know, they just looked really really poor but then when they got back in the game they're all over Chelsea for the last 20 minutes of the first half but then second half they just didn't have enough to win the game and Aubameyang looks bang out of form Lacazette I don't really rate so it's kind of you know they're talking about losing Aaron Ramsey possibly and that'll be a, 
I don't, I don't know why he would sign a new contract, to be honest, because they're in limbo and they're going to be in limbo for a good couple of years, I think, at least. I agree. I mean, Aubameyang looked like a world beater at Dortmund. I fancied him at Old Trafford, but yeah. seeing him and, and Lacazette, I mean, the French league's questionable anyway. I, I yeah. hold up the German league as a bit better, if I'm being honest, but even then, you're only you're monopolised by three or four different yeah, teams, exactly. aren't you? So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Just a strange result, and as usual, Arsenal get done over again. They've had a so. tough start, and yeah, they've got a tough game next, haven't they? As well, although the next few games are tough, they've got all the top teams coming. Well, up, exactly. So. And Spurs are at Old Trafford next week on Monday, so that's not going to be a. Looking, that's gonna be a looking forward to that. That's going to be. Yeah. They have, today, that's going to be they have got a bad record at Old Trafford, though. They have, yeah. They've got a shocking yeah, really record. Really bad. I'm hoping that's going to come into fruition, but yeah, I mean, the thing is. With that, obviously, we'll get on to that in a minute. But um, we'll talk about West Ham v Bournemouth. Eh? I mean, yeah. I tell you what, Ben, 100 million, they were slagging off Spurs and they get beat 2 1 by Bournemouth. I, I wouldn't have. I, I thought that was a home banker. I, mean, I, I did. West Ham have been pretty poor at home and they've got all those issues with that stadium. But I thought there were, there were glimpses against us that like Anderson looked a good player and a couple of other bits and bobs, but they just looked like they've no better than last year which is a bit of a worry for them and they've got a decent manager on paper but yeah it sounds like the fans were going mental yesterday after that result and fair play at Bournemouth that's a brilliant result really yeah. really good and, Eddie Howe's uh, doing the biz again isn't he so far yeah. and it's, their team's not much different from last year they bought two or three players but you know it's to say he just he's just got a way of playing good they all work for each other no superstars and Another great result and a really shocking one for West Ham. And the pressure's on West Ham massively now. And they've got, um, they've got, I can't remember who they've got next week. They've got Arsenal. Really tough, Arsenal, that's it. Oh, yeah. What a game that is. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saying that, though. It'd be like West Ham to go to the Emirates and get a result. I think they'll fancy the way Arsenal are playing. I think they'll fancy it. Yeah, they might. Because they're away from their fans as well. You might get this effect where they, they play better away from home. Until they, I mean, they can't move from that stadium, but until they read redevelop it or whatever they're never gonna it's a i've been to a gig there i've not been to a match yeah but it's just a ridiculous state it's an athletic stadium it's nowhere near a football stadium yeah and you've only got to watch them on telly and you see how far the dugout is from the, the where the actual dugout is to the edge of the pitch it's like a it's like a mile it's ridiculous yeah that's pathetic and you need that closeness don't you that yeah, interaction yeah, sure. it's, it's, it's i agree i totally agree it's a weird setup and Brady and that and gold or whatever they just took the money there, aren't they? They've done a nice little deal yeah. to get it, and yeah, it looks great. But they were dreaming when they said Champions League for them. I'm sorry. <laughs> they seem to think because they've got like the fifth highest wage bill or whatever that they've got all these aspirations of Champions League. And that team is nowhere near no. Champions League standards. Exactly. It's a, it's a mid to lower table Premier League team. That's it. It's a bit of a myth. I know there's a myth at the moment with United and the United way, but the West Ham way was something that you had Bobby Moore and Trevor Brookin, but we're going back to like 1980, late 70s, or well, yeah. obviously 66, Bobby Moore and through yeah. to 70s, but Trevor Brookin was like late 70s, early 80s. It's like, that, it was never there. That way, the, the, this mythology. So, no, I, th I think they could be struggling this year if things don't go their way. Yeah, absolutely. I think they probably will. I don't, that's a, it's a bad start and they're looking at pulling a few results out of the bag to get the fans inside. I can't really see it at the moment. No, and the next one were my boys who said we're <laughs> going to get in the top four, Burnley-Watford. Again, <laughs> 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 that, that result, I was shocked. I know they, maybe they had a, they, to be fair, they're probably a bit knackered after the Europa League the other night, but 
Yeah, great result for Watford. And I, if you, I think on the other podcast, I've tipped Watford to go down. So, great start for them. Two really good results. Exactly. Um, I've, I've probably got that one a bit wrong at the moment, but we'll see. But yeah, I was really surprised. But it's not often you see Burnley get done like that at home. No, not and quite convincing as well. To be fair. Um, yeah. And Next I've one. Joe, I've got Joe Hart in my fantasy team as well. Oh, oh you said, didn't you, last week? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. I was last week. Is he playing as well, Joe Hart? He is. Oh, God. You're ready if he's on the bench, I think. Right. Shocking. Next one's um, Everton Southampton. I did see this one 2 1 because Mark Hughes was kicking off. Obviously, Everton, he scored again. That Rick, what's it called? Rick Elise or whatever he's called. From... <laughs> yeah, he's on my fantasy team. So I'm yeah, right with him. he's done well there, to be fair, Ben. He, he's. Um, he scored and he went 2-0 up and then he went to 2-1 Danny Ing scored but have you seen Mark you saying that, that I don't know if you've seen it when Pickford come out cleared the ball and said it was a sending off yeah I've seen it where he ripped um, Ings' shirt with his boots yeah I don't, I don't think he I don't, I don't think that was I, I don't know I don't know whether he, he could have pulled out I, he kept, I, I didn't think it was a red card personally but it's one of those isn't it I mean if that boot had been on the other foot he might usually have said oh there's nothing wrong with that yeah, I don't. I'm not a big fan of his. I've got to be honest. I don't know what you think. Right? No, I'm. Hey, look, he was one of my all-time United heroes. But since he become a manager, irrespective of him being City's manager, I think he's an absolute arse. If I'm being honest, he, he, he's absolutely single-minded, and I, I respect managers who back the team up and you know, uh, will, will you know fight to the death. And we've seen it. We see it with Wenger, didn't we? I've not. I've not seen it. You know, your place was dead, but it's someone yeah. I did not. See. He was right. <laughs> he was right in front of you, Arsenal. You had to. You were trying to break them both up. No, no, I did not see. It. You know, and all that thing. But it's true, isn't it? But Mark Hughes is like. He's he's even worse. He's like an absolute bitter. Uh, and his team are one of the dirtiest teams going. Stoke yeah. were terrible, and, and Southampton are going that way. These, that ethos of playing football is just getting drained out of them week by week, I think. Yeah, I just, I, I just find him, like you said, bit has put a good description. He always just seems to moan after a game about a ref or this or that. He's, it's like his, his record in recent years is really poor. Yeah, he still gets these big jobs, and I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it really, but I, I, I think. I think Southampton will struggle this season. I think, I think he'll probably lose his job at some point. I do. I don't think that they're that they'll flirt with relegation all season. I think so. I just don't think they're good enough. No, I think he's going to become a good manager if he goes abroad in some lower league with with the quality a bit less. Because, you know, I can separate the two people. I can separate Mark Hughes, the absolute warhorse of a oh, striker. Yeah. Absolutely, unbelievable. Exactly, absolutely. I went to Wembley, 94 semi-final against Oldham. We were getting beat 1-0. I was yeah, just I walking it. out. Yeah, I was just walking out. And Nicky Butt flicks one behind his head over and Hughes volleys it. And it was a great drive home. And we won the 4-2, I think, to Chelsea. Got actually in the, the replay against Oldham. But that was at Main Road. But them sort of games, I remember volleys, scissor kicks, yeah. all sorts of... He was one of my all-time heroes with Brian Robson and Eric Cantona around that time. Um, but as a manager, he's just an absolute... I've got no respect for him. I think he's, he blagged the city job just as they started getting money. Yeah. Did nothing with them. Got sacked and then moaned when I think he brought. Um, I think he's only brought Mancini in after him, didn't he? Well, Mancini won yep. the league, so yep. he's just. Yeah, unfortunately, he's he's not a good guy. I don't think as a manager, he really isn't. But uh, but yeah. No, terrible. Well, next one. This is going to kill me on both counts. The first one we'll go with is City six-one against Hull. Yeah, I mean. I watched. I watched the first. I don't know. 
25 minutes and I just thought, oh, well, I just turned it off. It was like, it was just so, not depressing, but it was kind of, you just knew it was going to happen. I mean, Huddersfield, are, I think they're awful as well. Yeah. I thought they didn't have, I mean, the third goal, keeper, what he was doing, I don't know. But you can't gift goals like they gifted and have any chance. But to capitulate like that, I mean, they look... They look, they look down to me already, which seems ridiculous after two games, but it's just got no quality, I don't think. No, well, we said this, didn't we? Holland, Cardiff, we've, we've said yeah. this, and, and we see the running predictions and stuff, and I agree, Ben. I think, you know, I was at the Christian, so I didn't see a lot of it. I saw the goals, and it was like, yeah. City just, it was, they were even out of second gear, and it was embarrassing, I think. Absolutely embarrassing. And they didn't even have De Bruyne playing, did they? Because he's injured. Didn't need him, to be no. honest. Maybe they no. couldn't play the probably fringe team, and they'd have won that game, I think. Uh, it was a bit like when you get a lower division team coming to an FA Cup tie, yep. and you know, and they play all the reserves. And you just knew what was going. He knew it was going to go. It was not going to be an upset by any stretch of imagination. No, I think the problem with Huddersfield is obviously they're amazing to stay up, but then you've got to buy two, three, four real quality players to give you a bit extra for the following season. I just don't think they've done it. No, and I know he's Jurgen Klopp's mate, that German manager, and he turned us over when we played him, but. Yeah, I think they'll get. I think second season syndrome is going to kick in with them. I really do. I think you're right. Do I really do? Uh, and then the last one, Ben. Right, let's give you the floor. Come on, what's your verdict? <laughs> what, is, what you saw? So we are talking about Brighton three, Manchester United two. Um, well, we were at this christening, so I was real laying into Sam, saying like, "Look, I'm driving. Got you know, got a coat. We were less than two minutes away from my house." Yeah. So Jordan, my daughter, ducked out anyway. She was like, I don't, you know, she's 17. I was like, I don't fancy this Christmas. So I sort of manoeuvred Sam so Jordan didn't have to go. So next minute, she's got a United shirt on, ready for the game at like 12 o'clock, even at kickoff till four. So <laughs> we're at the christening. Everyone there is either a City or United. Most of them are United. There's only a couple of City fans, but there was a couple watching City on the Sky go. And then about 20 to 4, there was just this mass exodus of people. All the blokes like, come on, we're going now. Oh, right. kids kids are tired. We're going to have to go and all this. Right? <laughs> so, like, my friends, well, our friends whose who's son was getting, like, christened, they're not into football at all. So it was it was an absolute non-star. Well, my mate, who was a godfather, he'd gone in a full three-piece suit, waistcoat, everything looked slick as anything, mate. Kev, massive United fan. Worked at Old Trafford for years. Don't work there now. He worked at Carrington, knew all the players, you know, every right, yeah, security yeah. there. So he, he knew them all real closely, good friends with Rooney and all that. He disappears about 20 to 4, comes back in in a, in a shirt and a pair of jeans. And I was like, <laughs> what the hell? Now we live in a place called Ermston, which is like, it's like a suburb of Manchester as such. And there's loads of pubs there. So I just said, come back to mine. I said, so Sam's like, no, you have to watch on your phone. I'm like, no. She's had like a bottle of Prosecco. So I'm thinking, come on now, you know, let's, let's. So anyway, she started laughing about three minutes before kickoff. She went, I was only winding up, let's go. It's like, right, see everyone, bye. So I rushed home and, you know, I got in, I missed about five minutes of the game. And I said to Jordan, I said, what's going on? What's going on? So she's like, nothing, dad, nothing. You know, the United had a chance. Next minute it went 1-0. I was like, this is pathetic. I know I've got a big, a big respect for Eric Bayer. I think he's a great player. Oh, right. And, well. Yeah, I do. Oh, Ben, he was absolutely atrocious, mate. He was a tr Him and Lindelof today, they had a great game against Leicester. They were, and I remember you said it in the last podcast, but I tell you what, they were absolutely, I'm going to have to swear, fucking awful. <laughs> absolutely terrible. It was a comedy. I mean, Lindelof has got nervousness in him anyway, but Bayer had a, Absolute shocker, mate. Oh, 
dear me. <laughs> it was awful. And I like him a lot. He was just, oh, for Christ's sake, it was terrible. And then what didn't help, though, to be fair, he had Asiel at right back. He's been playing left back. And I, I, I'd prefer that because Luke Shaw was playing at left back, which is great for me. He's getting the games in. He's left footed. It keeps the balance of the stupid having these right footers on the, you know, on the, on the left and cutting him. No, I don't. I don't. I, I hate it. It's, it's been like a bit of a disease at your Old Trafford since Ronaldo. Well, Ronaldo could get away with it, but then you had like Nanny. Then it was actually Young. And then it was like you got one matter on the right, cutting him on the left. It's like, no, just play on your strongest side, you know, and all this. So I'm with you. It, it's it pissed me off for years, that. But Pogba, you know, you got Marsh, uh, Martial playing there. He was just playing a testimonial again, just didn't give a shit. Yeah. And then Pogba was just strolling around, mate. Like, he was yeah. like, look at me. I've won the World Cup. You, you should. And all that happened is that Fred looks a good player, but they were crowding him. So because obviously you could tell he'd not got the pace of the Premiership. He had it all Trafford when we were cruising and we were sort of, you know, 2-0 up and everything. But Brighton were good, irrespective of how we played. Brighton played really well. They battled, they, they fought. Every time one of the midfielders got the ball, they had two men on them, they were niggling. But... Yeah. And I know it sounds like sour grapes, but second half, I thought the referee was atrocious. And even the first half, some of the decisions, I was like, oh, come on. You know, like, all they do is hit the deck. And I know it's people in glass houses because I've seen it at Old Trafford where the yet home referees. But my God, I was like, yeah, we've played bad. Brighton were by far the better team, deserved the result. I have no complaints for the result at all. But I was just like, you are an absolute cock, basically. <laughs> And I've got to say, Ben, I know I've gone on my little rant now, like 3-1, fair enough, gets to like second half, I thought, we've had games here, like City 2-0 down in the derby last season, Crystal Palace 2-0 down after 55 minutes, you win 3-2. I said to me, brother-in-law with me and Jordan, said, you're not going to play well now. I said, as soon as the back's against the wall, they come out to play properly, like the old school, just attack, and they didn't, and they were awful, and Brighton was just great, basically. They, were, they, they just hurried and harassed us, yeah. went down when they had to, ref fell for it. Um, and I've got to say, Fellaini watch, Fellaini actually was played really well for about 15 minutes when he come on. He, he was the only one holding the ball up and trying. And I was sat there thinking, I can't praise him in the podcast, but I have to. <laughs> I've got to be, I've got to be transparent, mate, because he was. He, he, he didn't do much. He hurried and harassed, and but he did yeah. link up quite well. In the end, Lukaku was having to play sort of just off him on the right because he was absolutely like not on fire because that's he's never going to be on fire. But he just did enough. He actually was better than what was on the pitch, and that's bad considering some of the players that were playing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Ben? And obviously, you. you... Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to gloat over you. Obviously, I, I enjoyed the result. I you? would. <laughs> I mean, it was. I thought Gary Neville nailed it, where he said that all the Man United defenders are just rash. Yes. Said, no, Bayes rash. Lindelof's a bit rash. Phil Jones, we know, is very rash. Chris Smalling, I actually think Chris Smalling's not that bad compared to the rest of them. I think he's all right, but I just thought there's no calming leader type presence there. I didn't no. think, and the. Oh, and the bye challenge was ridiculous for the penalty. But I know. The defending for the first two as well was awful. It was pathetic, wasn't it? It was just all over the place. And I agree about Pogba. I just there was one moment where he tried this little drag back and a turn. And he just lost the ball. Yeah. And if yeah. 
and he gave away a free kick, it led to a free kick, and it was just, I don't, I don't know, it was, it, as a fan, I'd be massively alarmed watching that performance. I I think, hand on heart, and this might sound stupid, Pogba, on his days, world class, but out of 42 games, uh, 38 games last season, so I've got the old league out of 42, 38 <laughs> games last year, I probably say maybe eight games where he was head and shoulders above everyone else on the pitch. And then obviously if he was injured now, he did miss, not loads, but he missed a couple of games at one point, maybe three or four games because of injury. But genuinely, and he got sent off against Arsenal as well. So he probably missed six of them games last season. Yeah. Um, he's just a frustrating player. He, he's world-class when he wants to be. And unfortunately, you can you can have them bad games if you've got other players around you. But when you're the spearhead of the team and now he's the captain, like you've got to lead by example. He didn't lead by anything. He was petulant. He was dragging people, grabbing people, um, you know, because he's so gangly and awkward. He was like, yep. he was like a poor man's Patrick Vieira today. You know, like what well, Vieira used to be like for yeah, Arsenal. Yeah. You know, and he, he, he'd be awkward, but he'd win the ball, wouldn't he? Or if you give a foul, it's a tactical foul and he was there. And Pogba's neither a hard man or... He's more of a playmaker, I suppose, but he was neither of them today. And it's and I'm not just going to slate him because I thought like, no, Martial was terrible. Rashford come on again, thinks he's um, Ronaldo, and he's he's not like Ronaldo at all. He's he's you know he's just believing his own height. Then Lingard comes on, Lingard's running down blind alleys, trying his heart out. He's just giving the ball away, yeah. like taking two men on, and then instead of passing it, he's like tripping over the ball or missing. And I'm just like, oh. God's sake, you know, like, you, you just need to... I think, for me, if Pogba wants to go, Martial wants to go, I'd just sell him. And just sell him. I'd sell him this week, and I know that sounds dramatic, because he might end up turning it around. It's only one game, but I can't be doing with it. If they don't want to play for my club, just go. Let us struggle. If we're going to struggle, we're going to struggle. If you're really that intent on leaving, just let him go. Sell him for what you can, and let him go. Those, I mean, how much of that is down to... Their relationship with the manager, do you think? Or exactly. Yeah, it's got to be everything, isn't it? Because they just look—they yeah. like, look like they weren't remotely bothered. No, not no. bothered, but they just. Well, yeah, I suppose that's true. They—they they just look like they weren't bothered. No, I agree, and I, and I tell you now, it's—I I hate this. Well, they did it with Moyes as much as Moyes was a terrible manager, Rio and all them, not just down tools and would be been up and vampires. Yeah. If they're doing this to get rid of him. That'll be our season gone again because all that's going to happen is they're going to get him sacked after say ten games like Chelsea did, and then all that'll happen is we'll be nowhere, absolutely nowhere. Well, that's not going to solve anything because then you've got to rebuild again. Mm. It's more money. I just don't agree with it. The players have got so much power. There's no excuse for us getting beat by Brighton. Brighton are an average Championship team, really. Who yep. elevated themselves by a good manager, Chris Hughes, and he's a great manager, and he's a respectful guy. But yeah, we got what we deserve today, and and. We'll just have to see, Ben, how that one plays out. Do you think uh, do you still want Jose? I do, but I also think that at some point he's got to start smiling and engaging more. If he's going to start peeing doesn't his play, does it? Doesn't it? No, it just radiates that he's miserable. He might not be behind closed doors, but it just doesn't radiate well with me. And it's like, I know Fergie wasn't exactly laugh a minute, but he'd have a laugh and be compassionate. Mourinho's just like he's slagging City off about this thing. I want royalties, you know, he's, he's got no class. It's like, but you're not showing any class managing yeah. my football team because you've just been petulant and blaming everyone else. Yeah, they had a uh, 606 before and they had obviously they had it was all United fans going apeshit. Um, 
that yeah, one they had one guy now who said basically what you've just said. He said he just radiates negativity. He said now whether he's doing that behind the scenes because you only see what's in the media and all this and what other players are saying, but if if that's the demeanour he's giving off and the persona he's giving off, it just reeks of negativity from the top to the bottom. And he said yeah. he said that and he said the same as you. He said that team, there's some quality players in that team. He said they should not be playing the way the football they're playing and playing for a manager who gives off that demeanour and he's and getting them to play sort of not negative but it's safety first football yeah he says he's convinced players go there because they want to play for a big club and play they look at Liverpool Tottenham Chelsea they play and they want to play that way but they, they're not at the moment but I don't know he, he, he'd had enough he said I want Mourinho out but who do you get he was saying oh, get, we'll get Zidane in I thought it's not not as simple as that is it you can't just yeah, Zidane inherited a massive team with yeah, Ronaldo with a, with a team of absolute world class players where he knew he knows the club. Exactly. Zidane's gonna want his own players in. So what are you gonna do again? Spend another two hundred million on nobody? And he's not this proven manager, really. And I'd look. Problem, this sounds terrible to say that, considering the amount of European cups and, and La Liga and everything he's won. It sounds awful to say that, but it sounds so contradictory. But like Guardiola, as much as we all thought he was gonna fail in the, oh wait, he failed in the first season. Look at him last season. He's won yeah. everywhere. He's gone. Yeah, he also he's a checkbook manager. But most of them are now. If you want success, you've got to buy. Of course you do, but you still you can't just buy players for fifty million quid, buy eight of them, and then expect you've got to still mould them into a team and the way of playing. And that's the that's where the skill of the manager comes in, and that's what he's so good at. Exactly. That's, that's the thing is, you, you know, I could go out and buy every player for fifty million, but if you don't know how they're going to play, you're not going to succeed. And he's so good at that. That's that, that's the skill of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to watch that documentary. So I've got Amazon Prime. I'm looking forward to watching it. See how it all. I, yeah, I don't think I don't think I can. To be fair, I just, I just <laughs> for you, yeah, no, I won't be able to. Even if it was Liverpool, there's no way I could watch it. Yeah. Oh, not a chance. So yeah, so next week's a huge game, isn't it? Tottenham. I yeah, think, Tottenham. I think, I think there'll be a reaction. I think I, I think United will win. I just think, like you said, Spurs have got a terrible away record there. But yeah. I think United have got to do something after today. I, I, th- I think exactly. I think last season this happened though, Ben. I think we started off really well. Yep. We won like oh, four no. games or something and we had like a couple yeah. of four nils and all this and then we lost the game and we went three behind City and then it was just catch up then. I'm not saying we're going to get second, not after what we played watched today. That's just going to be a formula for other teams to do us. But it wasn't like they were like Brighton riding the luck. They were controlled. I mean, they must have been because the fans weren't really cheering. It was too, it was too comfortable. Yeah, it was. I thought that. I, I, I had the second half on and United didn't do it. Didn't. Brighton controlled it really well. Really yeah, well. it did well. I didn't look threatened at all. No, well, let's move on then, Ben, because I'm depressing myself even more now. But uh, no, no, don't be daft. So, uh, well, I'm going to depress myself now. But what do you think, Palace, Liverpool, and your boys? Yeah, it's a t- I think it's a tough game for us. But um, as good as Palace can be at home, I like to think if we play well, we'd, we'll have too much for them. But I just, I, I just think with us, we just look so good going forward. I just think we're going to score goals. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've ever felt that as a sort of guarantee going into a game. But it's just one of those. You get these moments where you just expect your team to score one, two, three. Yeah. Um, so as I, I don't think it will be easy, and I think if we win, it, it won't be by a load of goals. It maybe might nick it by one. But we've got to keep the heart quiet. That's the key. Yeah, Zara's side um, really well on it. To be fair, he has. Yeah, and obviously if Benteke plays, he's a he always scores against us, which makes me a little bit nervous. But um, we've had we've had a few good results there in the last few years, so fingers crossed it can uh, 
it'll carry on. But we'll yeah, and like the look of Naby Keita, I think he's going to be huge for us. And um, I just think if we play what we did last week, and I think we played within ourselves at times last week as well, we can we'll, we'll get a result. No, I, th I think first 20 minutes, if you don't score, it'll be tight. But I think yeah. your quality is yeah. going to come through, mate. I really do. I think the best thing for Palace is if you score first early because it'll make it more of an open game. And this is they have had good, good success against some of the bigger teams because they've got to come out. I know it leaves yeah. them a bit exposed, especially with your pace as well. And it's a tight pitch, uh, Sellers Park, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. But no, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good game tomorrow. I'm going to watch it myself and try and cheer myself up. Hopefully Palace <laughs> get a result. But it's sad that at this stage to be thinking that because, you know, it, it, it's... It's just it's going to be an interesting season anyway, and the fact that we've already lost the game for us and you guys going into this, I just think and I won't turn it back on you that, but but Palace, I think it could be a cracking game tomorrow, and I do think Liverpool. It's, I think it should be Liverpool and Tottenham challenging City, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and there's a bit of pressure on because obviously Spurs won, Chelsea won, uh, so we'll be expected to win. Hopefully, we will do, but uh, you know, it's one of those. If we lose, I'll be. I'll be pretty annoyed and depressed, but it's a long season and you're going to get the old freak result. Exactly. And I think, I think man for man, yeah, exactly, Ben. I think man for man, you you can you can certainly match City, definitely. Yeah, I think the thing with us is this is a sort of game tomorrow that'll be a good test. It's the sort of game we would possibly drop points in normally, whereas City probably wouldn't. So this is the sort of game we've got to win. But I think looking at Palace's defence, I think we'll give them a lot of problems, to be honest. They'll give us problems and it'll be difficult and the atmosphere is always awesome down there, but I think they'll find it hard to live with us if we play well. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I do. I think it's going to be... And I think as well, Monday night, there's always there's always something a bit special in about the yeah, Monday night games. Monday. Well. I love the Monday night games. I love them. They're brilliant. And that's like us next week. We're playing Tottenham on the Monday night, so I'm interested in that. Yep. Well, I think that would be looking forward to that. Yeah. So, but so obviously it's not been a great weekend for me. It could be a good one for you, mate. Tomorrow, tomorrow, um, next weekend. I've just picked out three games: uh, Liverpool, Brighton. I yeah. think Brighton are going to be riding high. I'm not necessarily think they're going to turn these over by any means, but it could be potentially going off the result tomorrow. It could be an interesting game next week at Anfield. Yeah, with the last two games against Brighton, we've absolutely thumped them. So. Um... Yeah, I think they'll. We've played really well at home against them, and they found it difficult to live with us. So, yeah, they'll have their tails up. Maybe it'd be a tougher game than it might have been if they'd lost today. So, yeah, it depends. Like I said, if we get a good result tomorrow, we'll be flying. So I'd expect us to win that. But it's one of those again. Keep it quiet for 20 minutes. Crowd gets frustrated. We have had previous with you know teams coming and defending and not beating them like Stoke West Brom last year. So you never know. But um, yeah, I'd be confident of winning that. It's on telly as well, which is a bonus. Exactly. Well, I've got a feeling, and I know it's just not me being... I know we've talked about United, Tottenham, because that's the answer. We don't need to go over that one. But I genuinely think... I don't know why. I've got a feeling Wolves are going to do City next week, because it's that Molyneux. Yeah, I do. That's, that's going to be a good game, that, isn't it? Yeah, I do. To that. It's going to be open, don't get me wrong. And I know yeah. uh, form dictates that there shouldn't be a result there, but I've just got a feeling Wolves are going to do City. I don't know why. Um, I, think, I think Wolves will play with... I've really, I said last week, I love, I love the way Wolves play. I love, I like their manager. He's reminds me a bit of um, Klopp. He's very yeah. passionate, and you can tell he just wants to play front, free flowing on the front foot football. So yeah, I, I agree. I think it could be a really interesting game. That yeah, I do. Cause them, I think Wolves will cause loads of teams problems this year. They've got so much quality. I mean, that Nevers is ridiculous. He's so good. 
Yeah, he's a cracking player. And I'm with you. I, I do. I just think there's something there. It could be a good game, that. Hopefully, because then it'll even everything out, the results, hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Well, I think um, that's it for this week, Ben. It was uh, not, as, not as long rant as I thought it would be about my team. And, and obviously, things are looking good for Liverpool. So, great well, stuff. We'll see. In 24 hours, I might be glad that we did this tonight if, if we lose so. oh, oh don't you worry i'll be i'll be whatsapping you like you didn't need don't you worry i'd expect it mate I'd expect no it. don't be daft i think next week hopefully we'll, we'll get um maybe ryan on or D- dave should be back as well um but uh, ben give us a plug then give us some plugs mate yeah so uh obviously we're, we're also doing the grassroots coach cast which uh our season starts in the next two weeks so we should be back with an episode soon after a little break so um, if you want to email us, we're at, um, at grassrootscoachcast at gmail.com and our Twitter page is grootscoachcast. So uh, get in touch if you've got anything you want to say. But um, yeah, keep an eye out. We'll have a new podcast up soon. Good stuff. Thanks, mate. Um, obviously, myself and Dave have the Comics in Motion podcast on Twitter. You can get hold of us at Comics in Motion P and on iTunes, is Comics in Motion. And then. Um, we're also on Podbean now, another podcast hosting site like iTunes. So Podbean, Comics in Motion. And then also I've got my conceptual podcast, which is should be recording episode 50 next weekend, hopefully. So we'll give it a shout and give it a follow. That's everything's contextual podcast. So you'll find me on Twitter, uh, YouTube, or Chris Phelps 78 on YouTube. Uh, on Twitter, sorry. Uh, and there, that's it. So Ben. Thank you very much, mate. You weren't that bad on me. I was more bad on my own team probably than you probably wanted to. But I do, have, I do appreciate you, the love there, mate. And uh, uh, you know, I like, I like to spread the love. Good lad, good lad. So um, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Cheers, mate. Catch you then. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>